I sat down and I was like, okay, what are the ands that need to coexist together to actually get the results? And here's what came to me. This is the list that came to me. It's speed and it's depth. It's grit and it's presence. It's accomplishment and it's rest. It's drive and it's surrendering. It's pivoting and it's focusing. It's the mind and it's the body. It's the business and it's your family. It's work and it's play. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 558. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Thursday for those of you guys tuning in live. All right, I'm going to tell the story of why I'm in Costa Rica and actually not doing ayahuasca, but still in Costa Rica. If you are the person who doesn't like my beginning of my podcast, fast forward about four minutes, okay? That's probably how long it's going to take me. So this is a funny, slightly embarrassing, um, typical Emily story, if you know me. So I am connected to Taylor, whose retreat I'm going to, Taylor Simpson, because I knew somebody who went to her ayahuasca retreat March of this year. And so I connected with her. We DM'd and I was like, I really want to go to your ayahuasca retreat. Like, let me know when the next one is. I want to be on the wait list. And so then she released it in, in whatever month. I think it must have been like August or end of – it was July. The Wild Woman Retreat. And we had DM'd about ayahuasca. And then I saw that she said, oh, this will be the last Wild Woman Retreat and we're releasing it. So I don't actually remember doing this, but I must have filled out another application and signed up for the retreat. And I had already talked to her and I knew her. And so I didn't really read the sales page. I just signed up Um, because if you know me, like I'm not actually very good at details. Once I make a decision, I have to, I just go. And so I have to be very intentional about details. And so this has come up, like I have, I have messed up like travel plans way too many times. I have booked the opposite. So like one time we were supposed to fly when we lived in California, we were supposed to fly San Francisco to Austin and I booked our tickets Austin to San Francisco. And then I didn't figure it out until the day before. So like details, I'm not very good at it. And so, especially when I'm moving fast. So I, I signed up for the treat, right? That was July. I'm like, I'm going to the ayahuasca retreat and forgot about it, paid for it, signed up, done, went on all my trips. Well, we get closer to the retreat and everybody's in a WhatsApp group who's going. There's only nine of us. And I asked in the group and I was like, is there a special diet that we need to follow before we go? Because when you do ayahuasca, there is. You're supposed to cut out like sugar, caffeine, You're basically supposed to do like a cleanse so that when you go to do it, you're more pure. And so I asked the question and then she replied and was like, no, no special diet. And I was kind of like, okay, maybe she's doing it her own way. And I like put it in the back of my mind. A couple of days goes by. I book my final flights um, because I have to take three flights to get to the place in Costa Rica that I'm going. And then I'm talking to somebody in Austin, Samson, who I work with doing breath work and – like uh, somatic therapy. And then he's like, well, are you doing the diet? And I'm like, no, she said not to do the diet. And then in my mind, I'm like, this is really weird. Like, why are we not doing a diet? And then the thought just came across my mind. And I was like, am I actually doing ayahuasca? (laughs) Like, this is part of the retreat, right? 
And it was funny because it was literally like the day after or two days after that all my accommodations and everything was booked. So like the trip was, I mean, obviously I can cancel things, but it was like, it got finalized out into the universe. I finalized it. Then I questioned that. So I messaged Taylor and I'm like, hey, this is kind of embarrassing. Um, but did I not sign up for the ayahuasca retreat or like, are we doing ayahuasca? And she's like, no, this is the wild woman retreat. Here's the sales page that you signed up on and what it says. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like in shock for a second <laughs> and I didn't tell anyone. Like I didn't tell my husband because I was just kind of like, I was literally processing because imagine in your mind for two months, you basically are like, I'm going to do ayahuasca for four nights, which to me, and as I've shared on here, I'm very like nervous about doing it. And so I had like accepted that and committed to this. And it was like, this is what's happening for two months. And I've told you guys and like all these people that that's what I'm going to do. And it doesn't really matter about telling people, but like internally I'd committed to this and that's what I thought I was doing. So I was kind of like in shock and I had to like process it for a day. Like, wait a second, I'm actually not going to Costa Rica to do ayahuasca. So then I was sitting with it the next day and my first thoughts were, I don't want to go anymore. Um, like what are we even going to do at this retreat without ayahuasca? Like that was the whole point of it for me. And this retreat is also very outside of my comfort zone in the sense that it's like a very, um, feminine energy crafted retreat. There's like each day is like a theme of one of the female archetypes. Like it's very far that direction of like into the feminine and the feminine energy and like whatever. I don't know all that stuff. And I also uh, struggle to be within my feminine place. And so it, I'm really uncomfortable by all of that. But I was like, but it's ayahuasca, so it'll be fine. Okay. So now I'm like, okay, I'm signed up for this retreat with nine other women. And what are we going to do? Like, it's okay. So we, we're going to do dancing. I don't know what we're going to do. And I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable by this. And I have to share a room with someone. Like it is so outside of my comfort zone. And so I was sitting the next day in my meditation and so loudly, this thought just came into my mind and I was like, Oh, that's the truth. And it was, you are not ready for ayahuasca. And this is exactly what you should be doing. And then I was like, I think it all happened for a reason. I think that either subconsciously or whatever, I was ignoring the details of the retreat until I got everything booked and it was pretty set in stone. I mean, I think it's pretty set in stone when you pay for an expensive retreat that's non-refundable, but it was, you know, pretty set in stone. I got all my travel booked and then figured it out two weeks <laughs> before it's time. And the thought just came through, you're not ready. You're not ready for ayahuasca. You're trying to push it because you think you want to do it. And, you know, you've seen other people do it and have amazing results, but you're not ready. And this is exactly what you need. And so then I kind of just surrendered and I was like, okay, I'm super uncomfortable. Like right now, if you would have asked me if I'm excited for the retreat next week, I'm actually not because I am so uncomfortable. Not that, you know, I was uncomfortable about ayahuasca, but in my mind, I convinced myself to be like, okay, well, it's, it's like kind of accomplishing a goal. Or it's, you know, doing a, a really challenging thing. Like I'm a Sogi for the year, right? So I convinced myself, okay, that's fine. Like I can do it for that reason. But now I 
am even more uncomfortable because it's something I would not do to go sign up to just like have fun and I guess we're going snorkeling and stuff. There is going to be like breath work and a lot of opportunity there. But anyways, that's the story. (laughs) And it's hilarious because it is so me to do that. My husband was laughing so hard and then he's like, I'm excited for you. You know, that's – it is exactly what you probably need to do. And I think I'm really very sensitive to any of the psychedelics, like the the amount that I take when I microdose is really way lower than – most people because I'm very sensitive to it. And so I do think probably that four days of ayahuasca I'm not quite ready for. It also sort of changed my perspective that maybe I don't have to do ayahuasca in Costa Rica when I am ready for a ceremony um, because I've talked to a lot of people who have really amazing shamans in the States who are from Peru or somewhere in Costa Rica. Um, Peru is a big one. And so, yeah, it just changed my perspective a little bit, but that's the story. Uh, I'll be in Costa Rica. I'm sure it'll be amazing. I mean, Taylor creates incredible retreats. She does all different types of ones. But um, then I was like, oh, the WhatsApp group is probably like, why the heck did this girl ask, do we need to go on a diet before the retreat? I was dying. I'm going to have to explain it to all these strangers when I get there which I would never sign up for a retreat. I'm so introverted and just like to do this is so far outside of anything I would ever do. Like if I was going to do it, I would have a friend there with me who I knew because (laughs) I just am not, this is not me, but it's good. It's really good. But I'm just dying because they're probably like, why did this girl ask if we need to go on a diet before we go to Costa Rica? (laughs) I'm going to explain it. Anyways. All right. That was nine minutes. Sorry, you guys. Let's. I had to explain the story because I talked about it like five times on the podcast. And um, I know you guys are asking me. I've already gotten messages like, I can't wait to hear about Costa Rica. Well, I'll still share about Costa Rica, but it'll be a little different than it was going to be. Okay. Today, I am talking about a concept that um, I almost recorded this on a video for social media, like when it came fresh to me, but it just didn't happen. Um, And I'm really excited to talk about this. And I hope you guys kind of get the value out of it. So, just like a tiny bit of context. Um, last, two weeks ago, I did this thing. I was challenged to do this thing uh, by my mentor where I had to do nothing for 30 minutes in my day um, during a time that I would normally be really productive. So when I'm working and when I have my nanny here, because I pretty much don't stop. Like I don't stop to eat. I love it. Like I'm in my zone. I'm in my flow. I don't want to be interrupted. I hate interrupting my my productivity during that time. So I was challenged to pause at some point in the day and spend 30 minutes doing nothing. And I was like, well, can't I go work in my garden? And he's like, no, that's like, that's still being productive. You have to do nothing. And so I sometimes just sat outside or like one day I actually sat in my office and I laid on the floor and I stared at the ceiling. And it's actually incredible how much clarity you get when you do that. It's amazing. And so I want to keep doing it. I haven't done it as much this week, but this concept came to me so strongly, this like message and this um, just this overall concept that it was like you need to pay attention to this. And I think it's going to be very powerful for you guys. And it is something that is applicable in your life, in your business, and in marketing. And it's the it's the concept of really leaning into the word and. So let me explain. I have lived 
pretty much all my life, and I still default to this, in the very like, it's either black or it's white. It's this or it's this. It's good or it's bad. It's right or it's wrong. This is the right way. This is the wrong way, right? And I think we do this a lot in business. Like there's only two ways to do it. You either grow the team or you don't grow the team. You either have the lot, you either do live launches or you do no live launches. You have evergreen webinar or you don't have one. Like people do this with marketing all the time. Like it's this way or it's no way. And this came to me of, of the importance of the concept of and and how the actual magic and results and progress happens in that gray area. And this is also true with life and relationships. And so I sat down and I was like, okay, what are the ands that need to coexist together to actually get the results? And here's what came to me. This is the list that came to me. It's speed and it's depth. It's grit and it's presence. It's accomplishment and it's rest. It's drive and it's surrendering. It's pivoting and it's focusing. It's the mind and it's the body. It's the business and it's your family. It's work and it's play. And so what was coming to me is how important understanding that you need both of these things. You need both of all of these things in order to truly be whole or have that successful strategy or have that um you know, life that you want or that presence. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs like me are very extreme. Like we are extreme personality types oftentimes. And so I noticed this in myself and you've probably experienced this where it's like, unless I am working out and I'm crushing it this week and doing it every single day, I'm just going to do nothing and wait till next week. Or unless I can do my perfect morning routine and get everything done, then I'm just going to do nothing. And or unless I can or I'm not happy about how, um, you know, present I've been with my kids this week. So I need to go to the extreme opposite and work way less. And so understanding it, what happens is it's in the middle. And another thing that came through to me was there's seasons for both of these. So there's times in your business and in your life, and let's just look at business first. There's times in your business, whether that's weeks, months, quarters, or even a year, where speed needs to be the priority over depth. But then there's probably times in your business where depth is more important than speed. And it's not ever like the balance also doesn't mean it's 50% of both of these. It's not like, oh, I need to have 50% of executing really fast while also 50% of depth. Let me also explain the speed and the depth one. So I think it's really important in business to move really fast, but I think it's important to move fast while not sacrificing depth and quality. Like you need both of those things. And you can't go all the way to one side where you have so much depth that you are becoming a perfectionist and nothing is getting launched and nothing's getting done and you're not you know, actually making progress, but you also don't want to go over to so far to the other side where you're moving so fast that things are not being done as good as they could um, and the quality is not there, right? But there's seasons where one might exist more than the other. Let's look at it from the perspective of your personal life. This came through to me very strong around like business and family. There are seasons where my business needs more of me. 
It needs more of my energy. It needs more of my time. And then there are seasons where my family needs more of me. We're traveling or my kids are going through something or they have a lot going on and I need to give more to my family. And neither one of those things are wrong. So in those weeks and in those moments where I am putting more into my business than I normally do, what I would normally do is I'd feel guilty about that. And I'd feel like I'd be, you know, down on myself about not spending enough time with the kids or working too much. And if you see it as a season and you don't stay in that place forever, which is also not good, but you see it as a season and you normalize the fact that there are times where your business is going to require more time and more of your energy. And that, again, might be a week. It might be a month. It might be a quarter. It might be a year. But hopefully it's not a whole year that you have to be out of balance in that way. There are times when your family is going to require more of you. Let's look at it from the perspective of um, accomplishment and rest, right? So there is this movement out there where you're either like Alex Hermosi, where you're going to work 12-hour days and you need to hustle and you need to work really hard and that is praised and that's the only way to do it if you want to be successful. Then there's the camp of people who are like, we hate the hustle. The hustle culture is so bad. You you need to not work all day and have more balance and et cetera, right? Neither are right. The answer is in the middle. And the answer is there are seasons for both. There are seasons where accomplishment and having to achieve and work really hard and hustle are appropriate for that season. And then there are seasons where more rest and less hustle or no hustle is required. It's not one or the other. It's the and. It's that middle ground and understanding that you usually are not going to be right in that middle ground. When I say it's the middle ground, that doesn't mean all of your life is 50%. And I think that was huge for me to personally realize because my ultimate goal was to be at a place where it was at 50%. And it was like, okay, I've balanced everything. I have, you know, my, my time with my kids and my business and everything's working so great. But it's not about it being at that 50% because it's more about adapting to what's needed within the season you're in. And then also understanding and making it a goal that you don't stay in that same place, which you probably won't if you're adapting to what's needed. The abundance and the success and the progress lies in the and. So when we look at this from a marketing perspective, it's not about do I do evergreen or do I do a live launch? It's not about do I you know, show up for my audience or not at all? Whatever you're considering, it's not about having to choose one side or the other. And a lot of like content and even the way that people teach in society teaches the extremes because that gets people to go, okay, I'm going like this direction, right? And we don't want to go to either side. And I think also looking at what is appropriate for this season. Is this a season where you need to prioritize speed? where you need to prioritize grit and and hustling a little bit more. You don't have to call it that if you don't want to. Is this where you need to prioritize um, your business and working? Or is this a season where you want to prioritize more slowing down? 
having depth, having presence, resting more, surrendering more, focusing on only a few things, playing more, right? What season are you in? And with your goals, what is required to get to your goals right now or maybe outside forces? Like if your business goes through something, if you have a team member leave last minute or, you know, your audience and industry is shifting and you've got to launch a new offer or you've got to do something to keep your business alive, then that's going to dictate how you need to show up in this season. Not how external people have told you you need to show up in this season. You get to decide based on what is needed today in my business, my health, my family, all of the things around me and what's needed and and where what I want it to look like. This is how I'm going to show up now. Not forever because it's guaranteed to change. If there's one thing constant in business and life, it's change. And so then a new season will come and we'll adapt and we'll move and we'll go into that new season without the judgment that now we might have to work more. Now we might have to spend a little less time with our family a one week out of the month, you know, and and do that because we made that choice. And this is what, you know, we're, we're choosing, but also what is needed from us right now with this season. So I don't know. I found this really helpful because I feel like I was trying to be like have the best of both, which I do believe you can have both. Like it's not, I believe very strongly it's not either be the really good present mom or have a business. I do believe you can have both. I just think that sometimes you have to do more of one than the other and you have to have that harmony versus balance. Balance doesn't equal that the scales are always 50%. It's harmony so that it's all working and it's all supporting what's needed in that moment in that season. All right, you guys. Well, I will let you know how Costa Rica goes. I hope you enjoyed that very typical Emily story that I find hilarious. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.